watch cartoons We'll take a look back at where we've been So let's hop into our time machine Hello and welcome to another episode of Cartoon Time Machine. I'm Scarlett. I'm Katie. We're your animates and today, uh, welcome to another episode of Pitch That Reboot. Uh, For those of you who have just joined us, uh, this is the segment in which Katie and I uh, pick a animated show of years past and find a way to reboot it into the present. Uh, This can mean uh, making it for a different audience group, uh, making it a different animation style, uh, basically anything that uh, will uh, make it a meaningful difference that is worth the reboot. Uh, Katie and I will take on the role of uh, a showrunner pitching to a executive, and each one of us will get the opportunity to ask questions about the proposed reboot as if we were an executive, and uh, we'll see if either of us has a good idea. Uh, this week, uh, one, the show that we are choosing to reboot is the classic uh, Hanna-Barbera series, The Flintstones. Uh, Flintstones was a incredibly popular show way back in the day, um, and one of the you know, real early hallmarks of uh, the genre of animation to begin with. Um, And, you know, again, had a really strong impact on uh, all the shows that came after. Uh, Had a lot of spinoffs over the years. There's been like a million different Flintstones shows. Um, But I think we're we're really going to talk about rebooting the OG and see uh, how we can propose uh, bringing it into the modern day. I will I will go first, uh, Katie, because I know you've requested that uh, peek behind Thanks. the curtain. Someone is still working on their CW reboot. Hey, that's spoiling four. You do this every time, Katie. It can't possibly be a spoiler at this point. Yeah, and how are you going to turn it into a baby Sesame Street? <laughs> it's This time, I'm not Muppet Babiesing it. I'm doing something very different. So mm. here's, here's my theory, Katie. When the Flintstones came out... Uh, it was a period in the 60s and 70s where the biggest thing on TV was the home, uh, everyday life uh, sitcom. Uh, and it's reflected in Flintstones. One of the uh, neat things about it being the first primetime cartoon show is that it was very much trying to replicate what live action was doing at the time and what was popular there um, by including a laugh track primarily, one of, you know, it was, that was a hallmark of Hanna-Barbera that would continue into shows like Scooby-Doo. Um, but in, in hindsight, that's very weird to have something that is, is trying to replicate a live studio audience for something which everyone knows does not have a live studio audience. Um, and my, uh, proposed pitch is to modernize the Flintstones in that way by sort of carrying on that tradition of a show that, uh, is meant to reflect the popular television of the time, um, except I think that I the Flintstones should get the uh, single-cam mockumentary uh, treatment, a la uh, The Office, Parks and Rec, um, all those uh, talking head-style shows. Now, I know those are now going a little bit out of style, but to be honest, I don't know if we've really gotten like a sitcom style that has replaced that, uh, certainly not in the same way that you know, something like the the Flintstones did with, you know, your classic laugh track show. Um, 
So I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say it'll be maybe a little bit dated, but I think still still has a lot of potential there. Um, and unlike shows like The Office and Parks and Rec, I want to more explicitly explain what the documentary crew is doing there. And my premise is there's you know there there is almost Blair Witch style. We see a group of uh of filmmakers from the 21st century who have stumbled upon uh, a time machine. And we basically do this like found footage style, still comedic. Uh, they end up finding their way to go back in time. Uh, and they're recording the whole time. They find themselves in the world of the Flintstones and decide, hey, while we're stuck in the past with this time machine and while we're waiting for one of us documentary people fix the time machine and get back to the present, uh, we will uh, film we will, we'll, we'll film what the modern Stone Age family looked like and we'll return with a good documentary. So we don't necessarily see the documentary crew that much, but they will pop in on occasion to do their own little talking heads. Um, but more importantly, we still follow the family. We still follow Fred and Wilma, Pebbles, Bam Bam, uh, Barney, and uh, oh god, uh, Betty, Betty Rubble. Um, we still see like the whole the whole neighborhood dynamic. We follow Fred into work, and basically the documentary crew will just sort of see what their their average life is like. And then other than that, I don't think the basic premise of the Flintstones needs to change that much. I think some of that honeymooners dynamic uh, that the Flintstones is parodying maybe replace that with. You know, more of like, uh, yeah, again, like Parks and Rec, modern family style uh, of comedy instead and not have it be quite so dated. Um, I imagine in my reboot, uh, the women have jobs and aren't just stay-at-home moms, or maybe one of them is, but, you know, at least one of them has a job to, you know, make it a little more interesting and not have them just be in the house all day. Um, I don't know what, what kind of job uh, Wilma would have, because Wilma's not really much of a much of a character in the in the original so I don't really know what she would be good at outside the office but uh, outside the home but there's probably lots of stuff that uh, that she could do maybe she's a uh, Fred's supervisor at work and they're both in the same construction job who knows there's lots of stories that can be told in the world of the Flintstones um, because it's basically just our world so all you gotta do is just write stories about what modern life is like and you know, maybe, you know, you can add in uh, in the way that the Flintstones is a parody of life in the 60s and 70s. Uh, you can definitely make parodies of modern life uh, and social media, phones, technology, modern politics, all kinds of things that they would have parodied uh, on the Flintstones back in the day. You can very much still have all those same references. Um, but now we get to like learn more about their inner character because they'll just go and do a talking head in the corner and we'll get to see what their thoughts are. Um, so yeah, that's my, now, that's my pitch for modern, uh, Flintstones. Now what version of talking heads, like, uh, from reality shows, are we talking modern day talking heads or the weird nineties talking heads where everything's yeah. at a Dutch angle? More, more modern day, more think, nah, think the office. I, I don't, I don't like a Dutch angle. <laughs> yeah. It's not like a confessional room. Like they had in reality shows in the nineties and early two thousands. It's much more, it. yeah, like, office like talking the office, heads. parks and rec, just you get a, you know, you intersplice Fred, you know, talking against the the rock, the rock wall of his house and being like, I was standing outside for hours. I'd been locked out of the house and uh, Dino was just sitting in the window mocking me. It, it was really, really frustrating. I didn't like that one bit. Now, this only a little bit reminds me of the plot of the Phineas and Ferb time machine episode. Which one? Didn't they have like 12? Oh, no, the one in the museum in the early seasons. Okay, yeah, I don't really remember that one. What happens in that? 
I believe they're in a museum and they fix the time machine and they go back into prehistoric times. And at that point, the time machine needs to be fixed again. And I think it eventually is broken while Doofenshmirtz is in the past. That makes sense. That, yeah. Yeah, I think I think that the time machine aspect of it will still be a smaller part of the main story. Uh, I, I like it when when some of these mockumentary shows try to, you know, intersperse why there is a documentary being made. Um, Parks and Rec notably never explains it at all. Um, so it definitely can be done without any uh, explanation. But I find it kind of fun to make that somewhat part of the story that there's that they're sort of just going with the flow. And I think we can both agree that film majors are some of the funniest people on the planet. And for sure, if when we were in college, we'd gotten somehow thrust back in time to a uh, into a time machine and gone back to uh caveman times literally the first thing we would do is start filming and say we're gonna make a documentary out of this so i really like the idea of like some really nonchalant like teenagers early 20s people being like all right we are making a movie now and we're interviewing people and we're gonna find out all about the past are you pitching a mockumentary because we failed to make mockumentary in college yes for sure this is absolutely making up for our failed mockumentary no not failed not failed. Successful mockumentary, failed documentary. It's because you wanted to pitch it as a as a doc or as a mockumentary, and I was saying we can't do that. It's going to be too much. <laughs> I, I can't. I, we can't be playing characters. the The best do, the best mockumentary started out as documentaries. I will stand by that forever. Yeah, and in this non visual media, I, as I hold up a poster for it, as <laughs> you're, you're going, we made a really good film. Regardless of whether it we was a doc did. or a mock. And I think that my little documentary crew would make a really good Flintstones mm-hmm, documentary. Mm-hmm. I think I think they would yeah. they would now what is the, the now what's your off. budget? How bad is the CGI gonna be? No, it's it's it is traditional animation. Okay, I had to double check. Yes, I, I should have clarified that. It is being done in the traditional animation style, much in the same way that the original Flintstones was. Um, and part of the thing that's funny about it is that we are like pretending there is a camera, even though it's well, you know, animation still has a camera. But in the same way that like a studio audience is funny, it is hopefully also funny to have the idea of a camera following around these characters. All right, I think I've asked all my questions. I think I've got a good uh, good property here. I think uh, I'll go to Warner Brothers with this and they will green light it and we'll get all the way through production and it will not see the light of day because that's how Warner Brothers does things now. Ooh, you're so right. But on that note, Katie, what is your reboot uh, pitch? All right, I'm still trying to pitch the CW even though I think they've become a religious channel now. Wait, what? Yeah, the CW's like canceled all their old programming is getting like weirdly religious. <laughs> I mean, this feels right, but I still hate it. Um, but I'm going to keep pitching like it's the old CW. All right. The days of Riverdale. All right. I, I've, I've gone a little unique because I spent a lot of time going, now how do I deal with the fact there are dinosaurs? <laughs> so uh, I've gone with trauma. All right. All right. In, my, in this version, we're doing, we're doing some flashbacks. Uh, because... We're, we're the main character we're focusing on is older pebbles okay when you say um, older, how much older i it's a cw show they have to be ambiguously 
almost 18. Got it. Um, however, we're doing a lot of flashbacks, don't worry. But in this world, uh, she's dealing with the PTSD of, uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> trauma of losing Fred, her father, oh, God. in a tragic Corey accident. <laughs> the money the money from the life insurance is starting to run low that's wilma's problem i don't have a lot for her she's struggling with that part of it you see the past due bills this is a little bit like my inspirations are a little bit of life is strange um a little bit of wandavision for the flashback style i think sometimes getting a weird eras um and the CW is a co- it's just a concept. Um, but I think some, for our flashbacks, so sometimes we're dealing with the modern day, how do people cope with trauma in bad ways per the CW? There's drugs, there's cults. Yep. Something Always like valid that. options. Drugs, cults, murder, gangs. You know. Uh, Huge, yeah. Dino, uh, the dinosaur, is, act- is actually just a great Dane. Um, I'll be coming back. Uh, Baby Puss is just a house cat. Wait, what's Probably the cat's orange. Name? Baby Puss. Baby Puss is I I I yeah I I never do that. That's a cute name. Um. So they're just a dog and a cat. However, when we get into the flashbacks, it's done through. I I think Pebbles is an arts is an artsy kid, and is doing uh like with with dying through the anxiety as her therapist who's probably the leader of a cult a multi-level marketing cult for sure um has gotten her to do uh but it's done through like these weird absurd drawings in which then we get like dino is a dinosaur baby puss is a saber-toothed cat then we get like the older version like this alternate reality universe she's created in her mind to deal with the uh, with her coping um so, so to be clear, in in the real world, it's like the modern day, and the PTSD flashbacks not... <laughs> are the are the. I don't think time. it's modern modern day. I'm leaning towards like 1960s. 1960s. Okay, so like when the show like would come out. The show was coming out. Is gotcha. when the show was set, so we get that cool vibe of that time period, which I think gotcha, fits, gotcha. of course, with the original themes of the show that were then just pasted onto an older time. So now we're pasting some modern day themes onto an older theme and then onto an older, older theme. Because then in the comic, like the comic book artsy drawings of which we get into flashbacks and maybe that's animated. I haven't decided. I didn't get that far. Of course. It depends what I'm budgeting. We might, we might go animation because it might theoretically be cheaper than CGI. Yeah, I mean, probably. Um, So that's where I got um i Barney's it sounds here. depressing katie it's a cw show it's not supposed to be happy i it never is um i, I mean bam bam is our jughead i think we never know what he's up to oh i like is that he sometimes ethereally dead is he sometimes alive leading a cult who knows I, I would I'm surprised you didn't say Bam Bam was like on some kind of like stimulants or or steroids or oh something. Oh my god, he's on PCP, hundred percent. He's on PCP. Bam Bam is on PCP. Oh, oh Bam Bam does PCP, and which has a better name in this universe that I did not come up with. 
That's, that's, well, actually, that's, that's what Hop, uh, Hoppy pre- is. PCP. Um, there is no fake kangaroo, but in the uh, that the PCP is de- depicted in the comic cartoon style as a kangaroo. Um, Amazing, no doubt. No, Bam Bam's like a power, like a steroid power lifter in high school on the football team. I mean, this works. He usually doesn't have the full <laughs> shirt on. Do you remember um, when that's... Pebbles and Bam Bam did like have a show where they were grown up and like I did they have kids? I don't like remember. they were like early twenties. Oh, it... we can totally redo the gruesomes who are the creepy but friendly family. They're just creepy now. <laughs> They're creepy, but <clears throat> oh god, I've overworked myself. <laughs> They're friendly, creepy, but really creepy in the end. Oh yeah, the Pebbles and Bam Bam show starts Sally Struthers as Pez Pebbles. That's it's pretty funny. Whew. I think this could work. I frankly, I, it has one honestly, of my most like. I have it in my head, looking really stylized and unique. I'm here for it. I honestly, I can weirdly see this really working. Like in in that, like the two worlds, like the kind of like trippy, you know, f- not like PTSD fantasy world. Like I can, I can see this. That's where the one division part came in. Thank you. De- definitely WandaVision. I like the nostalgia aspect of it a lot, for sure. Thanks. Sometimes I feel like I'm doing drugs when I pitch these. I mean, you might be. I, I'm I don't... stone cold sober and left that drug as sleepiness, in which case I'm high on the scale. Now, I only have uh, one request, and that's when you see characters taking drugs in the real, real world, can they look like Flintstones gummies? Yeah, I can make that work. There could also be a thing about laced gummies. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, because like I think we can all agree, Flintstones gummies hit different. I keep meaning to buy the buy the sour Flintstone gummies as an adult just to see if they still hit. I mean, do they still make the ones that were vitamins? Like I, yeah, those were great. That was the best part of every morning was like having basically a sour patch kid with your breakfast. No, sorry. When I said gummies, I did mean the vitamins. The vitamin. Yeah, I mean, I, was, I think I kind of was also meaning. I know, I'm sure they had non-vitamin gummies, but no, they, I think yeah, they it's... were all vitamins. I, I did mean, have I, them at some point. I had the chocolate. Like, I'm ones. sure they were. I'm sure there were fruit snacks that were Flintstones flavored. Let me oh, be. but did they have yeah. opaque blue? No, but also I. I mean, no one hit that better than Scooby Doo. Here's the problem with vitamins and buying gummy vitamins. Is I forget there's no iron in women's vitamins if they're gummy. Wait, why no, not? I need that iron. I think they just can't get it in gummy form easily. That's fair. I'm not a scientist, but I can sort of <laughs> see how iron might not work in gummy. Yeah, but I switched back to gummy vitamins. And then I looked at the things and went, oh, well, maybe that's why I'm Ooh. tired at 3 p.m. They have Flintstones chewable kids vitamins with iron. I think those are the chewy tablets. Oh, boo, I think you're right. Those aren't gummies. They're just tablets. I did ha- I did have those for a long time, and they were not the worst. It, That's the it, other it, drug. That's the, active. The, the box has a picture of Pebbles holding a big plate with a steak and some spinach on it. I, I This is quickly becoming Scarlet Reviews Flintstones gummies, but I'm also definitely putting one of these in my Amazon cart right now. Frankly... Catch us next week on the next episode. (laughs) 
we're gonna we're gonna be like so strong and energetic next week, Katie, because we're taking our Flintstones vitamins. We're like, yeah, I'm hyped up on vitamin D. So I have laced weed gummies. Uh huh. In two varieties, sour and sweet. I have ecstasy in the chewy tablets. What do I have in fruity pebbles? Ooh, that's a good question. What is fruity pebbles? Is it just a cereal? That would be actually really funny if fruity pebbles. I think pebbles it's just cereal. Just a cere- so okay, so funny if fruity pebbles is just a cereal that exists in this world, and no one comments on the fact that the characters on the box are in the series. Mm-hmm. There's like one occasional quip of like, oh, "You're named after a cereal," uh, but no one. There's no dots connecting <laughs> to anyone still. It'll be like how on, on, on like the Proud family, like the the father is like a like a snack mogul and like is constantly selling snacks with his like name and face on it, and like no one really comments on that. Like it's part of certain story arcs, but it's not like a big part of their lives. That like oh my gosh, like you you have a cereal named after you that I can buy in stores. Mm-hmm. Why does no one accept our pitches? I, I don't know why you and I aren't already rich and famous in Hollywood, Katie. Why I think... don't we quit our jobs and just start writing? Oh, I, I know we why. Should. Let's I do it. I don't know how to write English. <laughs> I don't know how to write good English, so, you know. Frankly, oh, but... it's just me very, uh, having a moment in the corner and you just going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, got it, mm-hmm. Katie, they make, I, I'm very excited to tell you. They make Flintstone super beans, which are multivitamins that look like jelly beans. God, what drug is in those? <laughs> they're they're vegetarian. Uh, they're what drugs flavored. are left? There's I don't know drugs. Katie, there's always more drugs. There's always more drugs. That's a fake drug they've come up with for the show in that one. Can can jelly beans be ketamine? It rhymes. That's why I said it. Uh, sure you can call, you can call them keta beans <laughs> what other products are there what are flintstones oh, products on it? Let, let me let me just let me just search flintstones uh into amazon and see what i can get out of this um it does appear to be a lot of different varieties of uh, vitamins. I think they've kind of cornered the market on uh, kids' vitamins. There's, they have on a Medicare site, Wholesale Company for Beauty and Personal Care. Wholesale Company for Beauty and Personal Care, huh. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I think Yeah, it's- we've got chewable tablets, gummy with immunity support, chewy tablets with iron, immunity support. More iron. Yeah, definitely, definitely mostly vitamins and also fruity pebbles. It's it's pretty wild that that's absolutely like where where they have like set themselves up in the uh they have in, in the food space is is vitamins and cereal because like I can't think of anything else that's quite that niche. They just there... make vitamins for toddlers. I vitamins are for all ages, man. I I could use the extra vitamin C. I'm not, you know. It truly, I'm, when I go to the grocery store and I'm in the vitamin aisle and I see Flintstones vitamins still there, I just kind of have a moment of like, "What's your secret to longevity? How do I live as long as you have?" 
I mean, I think it's just they've kind of become ubiquitous. Like, I think they've they've managed to become really associated with childhood vitamins is the Flintstones. But, like, I didn't really watch the Flintstones as a kid. No. Like, it was on. It was like when I was aware you, of it. One of those shows when you're like either in a hotel on vacation because the only channel they got was Boomerang for some reason. Right. Or you're homesick and the only thing that's on one of those channels is like Cartoon Network's on the Boomerang Hour right now. Right, yeah. Cocoa Pebbles are a drug. Fruity Pebbles aren't a drug. Cocoa Pebbles are a drug. (laughs) Okay, yeah. What was it? Cocaine Pebbles? Yeah. Yeah, okay, good. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I'm doing cocaine. You you might be, Katie. You good? You good, fam? I don't know. (laughs) I've just pitched something so amazing. I mean, I, Let's go to I Vegas. think you, 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 don't you mean Rock Vegas? Yeah. I, I still, I still love the audacity of them coming up with a name for Las Vegas and just being like, it's Rock Vegas. Like, Las does not rhyme with rock, at least not well. Like, I think part of the beauty of the Flintstones is how earnestly they would just do things that made utterly no sense. Like, it... If like there would be so, I remember getting fr- genuinely frustrated by this as a kid. There would be so many times where you would see the Flintstones car driving without them moving their feet underneath, and then as I soon as it became relevant that. to the joke, the feet would pop out. That would bug the heck out of me as a kid. And now that I'm grown up, I know the reason is it's a lot easier to drive a car where the wheels are spinning than it is to draw feet going back and forth in time with the wheels spinning. Like. That's hard to do. And Hanna-Barbera had no money and no budget. Um, no money. No money and no time. No money and no budget are the same thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, little, little things like that. Like, they, there, there was some audacity to, to Flintstones back then. I think that's part of what, what makes it somewhat ubiquitous. Um, and, yeah, I think as a result, kids of all generations are still really into those Flintstones gummies. They're all just appealing characters. I think it's also why they're still the mascots on Fruity Pebbles. Like, mascots mm-hmm. have come and right. gone and they have stayed the Fruity Pebbles people. Can't lie. Forgot they were the Fruity Pebbles mascots until uh, I mentioned Fruity Pebbles. Uh, all the, there's also apparently Marshmallow Pebbles, which I don't know how I feel I've about this. I've never heard of that. It's it's already a, a sugary cereal, guys. You don't need to add the marshmallows on top of that. That's a hat on a hat. The only time there. that... The only time that's acceptable is with the Halloween uh, cereals, which I did not get to have this year <sighs> because apparently they only sell them at Target now. And I wasn't oh. in Target, I guess, for the month of October. So I didn't get them. That's impressive. You deserve a gold star for not going to Target for a whole month. I, yeah, I mean, good good for me. I think maybe I was trying to save money or something because uh, every time I go into Target, I buy something stupid. Um, well, because that's, that's what Target is. You walk in, you plan to buy one item, you come out with 15 you go what happened where was i for 20 minutes my new year's resolution for 2024 katie please for the love of god remind me in october to go buy my halloween cereal because i went a year without booberry and i think it's already making me grumpy oh i'll try my best booberry is really good it's great yeah. no it's great as the frosted flakes uh, <laughs> i don't i don't know what booberry it's is magically today. delicious I don't think Booberry has okay. This is we're not fully off track, but I'm I'm just we'll we'll I we'll, think we'll, we'll, we'll call the characters the in a prices, second. I, I need to know what Booberry's slogan is. Okay. What ta- okay. Uh, okay, so the Count Chocula tagline is 
I want to eat your cereal. The Frankenberry mm-hmm. doesn't have one. Uh, Booberry doesn't seem to have one. Um, fruit Brute does. The Howling Good Taste of Fruit, which, okay. Um, fruity Yummy Mummy has Yummy Mummy makes your tummy go yummy. <laughs> there are five of them? There, no, there's there's uh, another one too. The this past year they introduced a uh, Carmela Creeper, who is a zombie. There's a new DJ. one. She's a zombie DJ, Katie, and her cereal is caramel apple flavored with marshmallows. Frankly, I thought you know, in some way, in the back of my mind, this was cereal from the 1970s that I just made way too much of, and it's been a backlog the whole time. I mean, I'm pretty sure it has, and the green uh, zombie one is just ones that have gone bad, and they're just moldy <laughs> now. It's it's just fruit root cereal that's gone moldy, because I haven't seen fruit really, root around for a while. Like, I, every year I see Count Chocula, Booberry, and uh, Frankenberry, but I do yes. not see fruit root or fruity gummy, yummy, fruity yummy mummy, gummy yummy mummy? I no, fruity yummy there. mummy. There's so many of them. There, there's a lot there's there's so many of them that their formula has changed over the years like the uh the fruit fruit one was apparently originally a frosted fruit flavored cereal with lime marshmallows and now it's cherry cereal with just plain marshmallows um and same with uh the yummy mummy was just fruit flavored with vanilla marshmallows and now it's orange cream flavored cereal with marshmallows which i don't I don't know how I feel about orange cream flavored cereal, y'all. That's that's where I'm going to start to draw a line. Okay, I feel better now. Fruit Brute and Yummy Mummy have been discontinued for a little bit. Oh, wait, have they? Oh. Yes, I mean, yeah, but they, yeah, I, I don't they, see them that much. They do sometimes a limited run of them. Oh, yeah, it looks like Fruit Brute did come back in 2022. So I guess maybe I, that's where I saw it slightly more. Recent. Also, Count Chocula no longer has this phrase. They stopped using it in 2010. Ooh, that's a really good... That was the only good one, though. <laughs> I bought to eat your cereal actually made sense. Uh, God. Man. Why? All of, this is so irrelevant to what we started talking about. I think we've already started the year with our worst tangent yet. It could only go down from here. No, it will not, Katie. The rest of the year, we're going to be on point. That'll be our New Year's resolution for the year. Nope. No more tangents and sign on to this i you heard it here first folks with god as my witness i will be i will follow the straight and narrow for the rest of the year i mean it i will mm-hmm. you give me that look i'm doing it mm-hmm. i'm not gonna go on a single tangent mm-hmm. i might go i i might go on a cosine but i'm not going on a tangent uh, well that whole all of that just for that bad joke yeah pretty much oh take (laughs) us out of the episode i need to leave (laughs) thank you all so much for listening (laughs) we're gonna pop back in our cartoon time machine um and i'm gonna deal with the consequences of my actions i think (laughs) i think i have to go to the timeout chair we have one of those in the time machine oh we do it's very tiny it's actually a stool it's just the right size for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I'm Scarlet. I'm Katie. We're your animates, and we will see you next time. Trigonometry.